coming to you from various places around the world. This is the Global Exhibitor Podcast, the podcast designed to help exhibitors succeed internationally. And it's, it's different than us in Mexico that we also plan uh, things, but we, we, we are more reactors, you know, like, like we have a very good uh, mindset and ability to just react and be solving problems fast as they come. Your host for the Global Exhibitor Podcast is Jeff Hanna, a designer, entrepreneur, business strategist, industry thought leader, and student of world cultures based in the United States. Here's your host, Jeff Hanna. Well, thank you, Craig. We're broadcasting live today from a really unique location at the Diplomat Resort Hotel in Southern Florida, actually in Fort Lauderdale on the beach. And you might hear some noise in the background from people here at the resort, kids playing in the pool nearby. It's perfect weather, I must say, and I'm here with a a really unique person, Mr. Alejandro Escalante from Omega Group. Alejandro, uh, as we'll talk about in just a minute, um, he has a unique background. He's from Mexico. Specifically, they're based in Guadalajara. He's responsible for, in this family business, Uh, business development, sales, project management, logistics, and a wide variety of of other things that he will talk about as well. Uh, Alex, we're glad to have you on the show with us today. Thank you very much, Jeff. I'm really honored to be here and and I'm really looking forward to to this podcast interview. Good. Well, let's get into it. What what do you think are uh, some of the differences between the culture, say American culture and Mexican culture? Because, you know, because you've spent a lot of time in the U.S. as well. I, I know you travel and all of that. But how would you describe the differences? Because I have my own opinion that I talk about what the differences are. But I'm curious from your perspective how you see it's different. To begin with, I think in, in, in Mexico or in Latin America, which is we have a lot of similarities, we are much more uh, familiar than than Europe or and even the US. Maybe the US is in the middle from Europe and, and Latin America or Mexico, but we are much more close to our families. Uh, that's one thing. Also, uh, in Mexico, we have a, a very high service culture that is also very different uh, to the US, for example. It's a small and, and, and maybe a dumb example, but for example, if you go to Europe or some places in the U.S. and you arrive to a hotel, uh, they they don't take your luggage at, at the at the entrance, you know. And in Mexico, that happens always in every hotel that you go. So the first, as when I was younger, the first time I was traveling, I was actually a bit shocked, you yeah. know, that uh, that things were not the same everywhere. Yeah. So so yeah, the service is one thing. For example, if, if uh, in in business or in our industry. Even US companies, Canadian and European, they like to work a lot with us because uh, they like the service a lot, you know? Uh, for example, if, if you hire the US company to do a job for you, they will do the job and just the job, you know? Uh, if, if you have some extra hours or you or they ask extra things, they, they might do it or they might not because it was not agreed before. Or, or if they do it, they will charge for it and everything is very expensive. And, and in Mexico, for example, 
Again, we are talking about our industry and business. We close the project, we, cl we start doing executing it, and if, if along the way things come and clients just start asking for small things or, or, or the setup goes a bit longer or whatever, we, we always do it without a problem, you know? And we, I mean, if, if there are small, small things or things we can do like with, without a peak or without a cost, we always just do it as part of the service. And I think that that makes the difference a little bit. Yeah. Also, we are, I don't know if all Mexico, but at least us, like me and my father are in our company, we always like and try to, to, to make a, a very close relationship with our clients. So we always like to, to talk to them, to take them for lunch, for dinner, and to invite them home even. Uh, and, and, and through the years, we have made a lot, a lot of very good friends from this industry. Mm -hmm. So long-term relationships. Long-term relationships that that they that some of them have even turned into personal relationships now, not 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 just business, you know. Yeah, I think that's really important. I've yeah. I've seen that as well. Some friends that I have in Mexico with for many years, and they invited me to their son's christening and things like that. Uh, so yeah, we developed long-term relationships. Yeah, go going back to your question, that's a. A difference between cultures you know yeah but not just in mexico i would say also in, in latin america it's a lot like that yeah how would you describe mexico differently than other parts of latin america i know for one thing people often think everybody in latin america speaks spanish which we know they don't in brazil they speak portuguese but what are some differences between mexico as a country or people versus some other countries in latin america as you see it it's a good question because I think Latin Americans in general are are very similar. Maybe each country has their own customs and their own traditions, which of course are different. But I would say that in general we are very similar. For example, we are very, very similar in mindset, in, in the way we think, in the way we act, in the things we like with, with Colombians. Mexico and Colombia, they are, we are like, like uh, brother countries. Okay. Are there some countries in Latin America that you don't feel generally that? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but there are, I mean, for example, in football or in other things, there are always uh, rivalries yeah. between Mexico and Argentina, for example. Okay. But I mean, I, I, I'm being gener general, you know? Like, yeah, of course. What about in terms of the industry sophistication, how would you rank Mexico compared to other countries in, in Latin America? I would rank Mexico in the first, fighting between the first and second place together with Brazil. Yeah. Yeah, I think we are the most developed ones in Latin America, the ones who have more frequency of shows. Um, maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe Europeans or, or Americans, they, they have not a big idea of, of how the trade show business is in Mexico, but we have trade shows every weekend. We have uh, venues in, in most big cities. We have three venues in Mexico City. We have one menu in Guadalajara. Yeah. Yeah, we have shows every week, every week. Uh, it's, so it's, it's very often and we have very high-end shows. Uh, we have a lot of uh, national and, and international companies who, who really invest a lot in participating in, in shows. And I, I know Brazil, especially Sao Paulo, is the same. Yeah. So I would say Mexico and Brazil are the, are the, the most 
developed ones and the one who has more participation in, in the trade show industry. And uh, yeah, probably after maybe Argentina, but Argentina is always a mess to work there. It's very complicated. Colombia is also coming up and it's, it's developing fast. Yeah. It's still, I, I would say it's still behind us and behind Brazil, but it's, it's, it's coming. Yeah. If you had advice to give to, say, American clients or any foreign companies coming to do shows in Mexico, what should they be doing differently than they're doing currently in terms of their mindset or their approach to exhibiting or how they do the project planning or any of that stuff? What would you recommend that they do differently than, than what you're seeing happen currently? That's a tough question. Uh... I mean, I wouldn't recommend really like something to, to make them improve the way they work because I think, I mean, at the end, the way they handle a project and logistics is similar. The only big difference we have with, with American companies, besides what I told you already about the service and everything, is that, uh, for example, during the show, we can always, we can work with our own people, you know? We don't have drayage, we don't have uh, union labor, so... Yeah, so it's more turnkey, you do everything. We do everything, yeah. Turnkey from your own company. Yeah. And that's a big difference, which a lot of people don't realize. Exactly. But it, but that is not just in Mexico, you know? I mean, because I, yeah. I, I, I think the only really strong union place is worldwide is the US. Yeah. Even Europe, Asia is, is not like this. Right, true. With COVID, Everything's been shut down quite a bit and um, it's hurt everybody's business and economy. But in terms of the industry, have you seen any recent trends or developments uh, in Mexico that may be different than it has been in the past? I wouldn't say different than anywhere else, but I think now with, with COVID and the situation that we are living, I think we are facing the same problems more or less everywhere in our industry, you know? We have, uh, sometimes we have problems finding uh, qualified staff because many people went away. Uh, companies are reducing budgets. Uh, companies are confirming projects last minute because they w everybody wants to make sure the show doesn't get canceled. At the same time that, that clients have reduced their budgets, on the other hand, from our side, everything went more expensive, you know, materials, people, logistics, or we have much more filters and regulations to follow uh, from the venues while we work. So it, it's, it's for sure an interesting time and, and, and we are facing some, some challenges now. Yeah. Do you think that sustainability is becoming more important now in Mexico as far as like recycling and things like that? Yes, yes, like everywhere, not just in our industry, but I think sustainability, as, as most countries, is, is becoming an important thing in Mexico. Yeah. So, for example, ourselves, we always try to, as much as we, because you know how our industry is, we try to recycle as much as possible, you know, like panels, uh, counters, uh, custom elements, but as much as we can, because you know that you cannot fit some things from one design into the other. Mm -hmm. I know that you're um, very much interested in learning and you got in this industry some years ago. Uh, it's in your family history as well, I think with your father. 
Well, how did you get interested in the industry in the first place? So I was, I'm 30 years old now, since, since last month. Uh, and I was really born into the industry because the, the company where I work is a family company. My father is Alejandro Escalante Sr. He's the founder and he started the company uh, 34 years ago. The company started as a publicity agency or marketing agency, but, but imagine this was uh, 34 years ago. So marketing was very different of, to what we know now nowadays yeah. because now it's, everything is online marketing and, and it's a totally different story. So at the same time that my father opened uh, his age, his publicity agency. The same year, uh, it was the the opening of Expo Guadalajara, uh, which is the exhibition center in Guadalajara, and it's the the second most important one in the whole Latin America. So there was no at the, at the time there was no offer of of suppliers to do boots because it was a brand new industry, you know. What we do is a type of marketing, really, you know, because it's it's a experiential and, and physical marketing. Uh, my father started getting a lot of inquiries to, to build the first boots back in the day. So that's why after maybe a year, he totally switched and, and focused the company to do to start doing the first boot buildings, you know? Yeah. So he was one of the pioneers in the industry in Mexico. And from then he started growing uh, and I, I, I was I was born into this industry uh, since I was a little kid. I was always playing on the setups and, and joining my father. And if I wanted some extra money as a kid or as a teenager, uh, my father would tell me to come to work for a weekend or or do some some really ridiculous stuff at the warehouse, you know, like separating screws or or uh, some really fun things. Yeah, I mean, because he wanted to teach me to earn things. Yeah. You know, and that's how I really got into the industry. Uh, then I, when I was 18, I finished high school and I took a gap year and I went to Switzerland to a company called Sima. Okay. Uh, and then I worked there for about six months on the production area totally. They are developers of systems for our industry. They also are boot builders, but maybe, maybe not now anymore, but their main business used to be the sale of the systems, not really the, the, the building itself. Yeah, the SEMA system. Yeah, you, are, are you familiar yeah. with it? Yeah. yeah, aluminum extrusion, I believe. Yeah, yeah. aluminum extrusion for yeah. double decks, uh, wall systems, race platforms, uh, trusses, right. you name it. It's been around for a long time, yeah, familiar with it. Yeah, so we are actually SEMA partners since more than 20 years, and we have another company which is called SEMA rental system Mexico. Okay. Yeah, so so we are the, the official distributors of their brand in Mexico. Okay, awesome. And uh, so I worked there when I was 18 for about six months. Then I went to New Zealand did that same year later on. And I work also in, an, in another company, uh, just building uh, road shows uh, for about three, four months. And then I came back to Mexico and I studied university and I was always working half time with my father and and when I finished university, I went to Germany for two years to work in another exhibition company, German, which is called Atelier Dambok. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. know it? Yeah, it's a good company. They do really high-end projects. Yeah, they do really high-end projects and it was a super experience for me. So I was originally gonna work there for only three months. 
but then I, I really liked those three months and I think I was doing a, 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 an okay job and, and I got a really good relationship with the owner, which is uh, Simon Dumbo. And uh, he offered me to stay another three months to make it six months. So I, I accept, we extend my visa. And then after six months, he asked me if I wanted to stay another six months. Wow. So it was a year. And then after he asked me if I want to stay another year. And at the end. Wow, that's great. I ended up staying for or for two years. And then I came back to Guadalajara in 2016, I think. And uh, from then I, I've been uh, working with my father full time now and really involved in the company. Yeah. What do you think is uh, some of the most important things that you learned during that apprenticeship time that you were in Europe and getting exposure not only to those cultures, but to the way they work differently and how they think differently and that sort of thing? That's a good question. When I work in, in, in CIMA, especially and, and Dumbo, I learn because both Swiss and German, they are very perfectionist, you know, uh, countries and cultures in general, and they are super developed countries. And so I, I really learn a lot from them in terms of uh, processes and, and, and giving structure to to things in general. It can be to the company, to a project, uh, how, how to manage things. Uh, and that's something that I apply still nowadays. And I, and I every day I try to, to be better and try to, to make our company grow and be more structured in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, they are very per perfectionist. They plan everything to detail. Like I was telling you the other day, they, they plan and execute to almost perfection, you know? And it's, it's different than us in Mexico that we also plan uh, things, but we, we, we are more reactors, you know? Like, like we have a very good uh, mindset and ability to just react and be solving problems fast as they come. Yeah. On a personal level, what do you enjoy most about being in this industry? Uh, the the traveling, the meeting people, the adrenaline, the yeah. Sometimes it's a lot of sacrifice. So for example, 2019, I was really, really almost getting to a crisis that I was always traveling and I was always abroad. I had no time home, you know. But then when the pandemic happened, it took me like two months to start missing it. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. So for sure, the traveling, the, the you meet people, friends, cultures, it, it opens your mind a lot because you, sometimes you have clients from the plastic industry, you have clients for car industry, you have clients from packaging industry or book, you know, so so you're always you're always aware of the trends of every industry. So that's also really cool. And how many languages do you speak? I speak e English more or less. I speak Spanish, and I can have conversations in German. Yeah. Yeah. But my my German is not like it's it's, it's a little bit uh, more rusty than my English, but I'm able to communicate. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. So you guys uh, at Omega are uh, based in Guadalajara. Yes. But you work all over Mexico and other countries throughout Latin America, correct? Yeah, so we are, our headquarters are in Guadalajara. We have offices and production facility there. And we also have uh, offices and production facilities smaller in Mexico City. And we work everywhere in Mexico. We have another company which is called Lago, which Lago means Latin America Group Omega. Yes. And 
with that company, we have an office in, in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Mm -hmm. And we also fabricate there directly. So we work in Brazil and we have a very good network of partners in all Latin America that we have been working for over 10 years. So with that company, we work pretty much anywhere in Latin America. Actually, with Omega, we also build all in all Mexico and the U.S. And with Latin, with Lago, we we um, yeah, we, we work pretty much anywhere in Latin America. Okay, good. Um, if people want to reach out and get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? My email is aeset at omegaexp.com.mx. And my phone number with Lada is uh, 00 3903. Okay, very good. Well, thank you very much, Alex. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on the broadcast with us today on the Global Exhibitor Podcast. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you and thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much, Jeff. I really enjoy it and I, I hope I didn't took too much of your time. We like to remind people that all business is conducted within the context of culture. So each episode provides insights to help marketers understand the cultures they're trying to reach and strategies for building bridges across cultural divides. If you like the Global Exhibitor podcast, please share it with others, subscribe to it, and rate it on iTunes. We greatly appreciate the feedback. Please also check out our website and blog at www.globalexhibitor.com. And finally, if you or someone you know would make an interesting guest on this podcast, please let us know by sending an email to guest at globalexhibitor.com. And until next time, thank you for listening.